When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another Castilla Corner. This is Riddham and I'm with Ruben. And we are talking about um, Spain under 19s. Uh, they lost to Italy today in the semifinals, I think. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was... I wouldn't say brutal. It was actually a pretty entertaining game from a neutral standpoint. Um, first of all, Ruben, uh, how are you, man? I'm fine. Um, it's not like I have a, a special connection with Spain <laughs> on a 19s uh, squad or anything. So, uh, yeah, I actually should be maybe more sad that Norway lost 5-0 to Portugal in the same uh, tournament but uh yeah what about you yeah i don't really have any like connection with any of the teams i was just watching more from like a, a work standpoint and a neutral standpoint because i mean i you told me pretty like you told me like five minutes after the game started that we were recording so i was <laughs> like i need to i need to prepare myself and... well i well i asked if it were yeah but uh yeah it's uh not the it's, uh, I mean, it's not, like it's the, the, the game. The problem with these games, like you said, is that um, you don't get much notice, and you know it's difficult to. It's not like everyone's talking about it, and yeah. So I actually have I've got an app to to make sure that I I know at least when, for example, when Palmeiras play, I get like a notification one hour before the game, uh, just mm-hmm. to see if he's in the lineup and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's not easy. I think that's. Uh, one of the problems to stay updated with. I think I think most would like to have games like this in the background if they're not doing anything. But uh, yeah. just to think that the game is happening at all, it's that's what's difficult. Yeah, I I asked Ruben uh, to to notify me if there's any other games in the in the future, and unfortunately, Spain lost, so there's no more games. This is the yeah. last post game. It was uh, the semi-final, so so and yeah. now it'll be Italy and Portugal in the final. I I think. Yeah, I was hoping for Spain and Norway. Yeah, I was oh, hoping for that. That would have been very cool. <laughs> yeah, for you it would have been so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, already I don't saw think it you... though, and and it was not a very pretty game. Norway was so <laughs> defensive, and uh, yeah, I actually think this. While I remember it, could mention briefly before we start talking about this game uh, because. We didn't talk about that game last time, I think. Uh, did we? I, th- I think we talked that about it was going to happen. Spain were going to play Norway, I think. But then the yeah, game was played. We didn't. We didn't. I don't think we talked about that. Um, no, so it's not much to talk about. I can just say very quickly that uh, um, we, we got one half from Manuel Angel, one half from Cesar Palacios. And then um, Edgar Puyol started, David Jimenez started. So it was like a reserve side starting. Also, okay. Norway, as I said, were very, very playing very, very defensively. So it was a boring game, not many chances. 
difficult for the players to express themselves. Um, and they, they put on Gonzalo afterwards and they made some attacking subs, but um, not the best game to evaluate the the Real Madrid Juvenil players. I think this game is much better for that. Um, was this the first under-19s game you watched of the tournaments? Yeah, yeah, this one was the first one. Um, because it will be interesting expecting... to hear from you because you because I've seen the other games, and I actually want to hear from you first. What do you thought about the the level before I I say my opinion? I'll tell you that before you tell me what who who won that game. Which one? Uh, the Norway Spain game. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was a nil nil. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad then. I Which mean, meant that from... Norway went through, Spain went yeah. through. Um, so, so it wasn't like, uh, yeah, but both both teams were were happy with it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, for me, uh, the goalkeeper, <laughs> the goalkeeper yeah. surprised me the most. <laughs> not in a positive way. Not in a positive way. No, no, no. Um, the other goalkeeper, actually, Italy's goalkeeper, was actually pretty good. Mm. He made uh, a few saves, I think, in the first half. It was uh, Spain's number nine that like dribbled past two players from the edge of the box, took a shot, and it was a really good shot from, from the player. And then uh, he just stretched his hand out and saved it like it was Courtois. Mm. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I mean, I don't really expect uh, goalkeepers to have a good game when there's five goals in one game. Um, but yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm not sure what the name is, but the, the, the Sp- Spanish goalkeeper made, I think it was like two mistakes. Yeah, um, I agree. I think there were two mistakes, uh, especially the first one that was yeah. just a, a howler. I think is what it's called in English. It's just a super mistake. It was, a, it was worse than a howler, man. It's just, yeah. it was, it was, it kind of reminded me of, because literally today i was i was with a friend i was watching um old games old football games so i watched spain versus portugal from the 2018 world cup nice i yeah i watched uh france versus brazil 1998 final as well okay yeah so i watched that uh Spa- like spain versus portugal and i saw the hair make that like the the i think it was the second goal that he conceded. Uh, Ronaldo took a shot from outside the box and it hit the hair and it just went through his uh, legs and it was in and it was a mistake from the hair. It kind of reminded me of that in a sense because he it hit his leg or his mm. hand, but then it went literally through his legs into the goal. It rolled into the goal and it was just... yeah, and so slowly and it's a bit humiliating when it when it happens that way and uh, yeah, he looked very upset with himself. Yeah, apart from that, under-19s actually played kind of... Like, it was fun to watch. It wasn't like... um, It wasn't Real Madrid versus Barcelona, but it was really fun from a neutral standpoint. I watched, um, I think, 15 minutes of the game. Um, I was impressed by a a few players. I think the number nine, especially. Yeah. Uh, If we don't talk about, you know, Madrid's players, I think number nine, I don't remember his name, but he was... Pretty good. He actually scored a really good goal. If I'm not mistaken, Victor uh, Barbera. He's called. I think. I think so. The one with the beard. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but yeah, I have the lineup here. Number nine, Victor Barbera. Yeah. Yeah. So he um, he was pretty good. Uh, I was impressed by quite a few players. I don't remember the names, obviously, but uh, I think there was a number. I'm not sure which number it was, but it wasn't a Madrid player. He was. So good with the ball. He was Spanish. I'm not talking about Italy players. Um, was it number ten, Elias? I think. Uh, I think it was number ten. Yeah, Elias. I think. Oh, Elias. That's uh, easy enough. Akomak. Akomak. I don't know. Akomac. I don't know what to say. But uh, but actually, okay. he's impressed me very much during the tournament. And he, actually, you know who played for last season? Marcel. Yes. But I, I knew the name sounded familiar. <laughs> but do you know who he will play for next season? He will not. Well, he's not Real Madrid, so he's not, you're not going to guess it. It's actually he went on a free transfer to Villarreal. So I oh. was uh, surprised that um, he left Barca. Um, I, I, Whether I, I, it was B team or A team? 
No, I, I think he's going to play for the B team because I actually checked if we played him, if he played Castilla um, in the games we watched. And no, he wasn't in the lineup. He wasn't on the bench. So maybe that's one of the reasons why he he, he wanted to leave. But uh, from what I saw, it seems like they've lost uh, a big talent. He looks... He, uh, he looked at a, another level at least in the first half to me. He was um, he was very impressive. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, like I, as I said, I didn't watch the whole game, but from what I saw, I think it was he was pretty good. Um, By the way, from, can yeah, I can just on. mention the goalkeeper? He actually um, he uh, left. Uh, he, he was part of our academy until okay. last year when he left from uh, for Almeria, and I've seen actually on the. Twitter, there's some disagreement on whether he's he he went on loan or whether he left on free transfer. But uh, yeah, so the the guy who he did not have his best game, and uh, yeah, I don't know if it's representative of his real quality. I guess not. But um, yeah, I thought it was just something to mention that he he was part of our academy. That's interesting. I mean, to be very like fair to him, he did make some good saves. Mm. Especially there was one save where he almost saw the ball going in, but he stopped it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That was That's pretty true. good. Yeah. I mean, he did make a few good saves, but it doesn't matter because ultimately he did concede two goals that were, like, avoidable. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as I always say, football is a game of, of moments. So it doesn't matter really if you play a brilliant game. And then you do those mistakes. I mean, it, yeah, nobody's gonna remember. But um, no, no one would have remembered Aranda's mistake if he had scored from halfway. Yeah, so. for example, yeah, that's the the thing. And um, but um, yeah, about the Real Madrid players. Then what? Uh, what was your um, like? This was probably one of the not the first game you watched them, but uh, in the tournament. So what was your assessment? I was most impressed by Manuel Ankel. Mm. I think he played the most out of the three. Uh, Gonzalo Garcia was substituted in the yes. uh, 57th minute, and then Palacios was substituted, like kind of 68th or 70th. I'm not sure, but he was substituted. Um, I didn't see much from Palacios, and I think he has had a good season, and I've been impressed by what I've seen from him for uh, like Covilla, but. This specific game, maybe I didn't pay attention, but from what I saw, he wasn't that good. Uh, Gonzalo Garcia, I was gonna say Guedes. <laughs> yeah, Gonzalo Garcia. He he was okay. Um, he didn't. He also didn't have the greatest game. I think he was a, like he he made his presence known, but there were some points in the game where you just didn't see much of him. And I expected to see more from him in such an open game because it was a really open game. You were it was end to end stuff, and it was actually really entertaining. Mm. But I was expecting a bit more from Garcia. But Manuel Angel, in my opinion, he's had better games for sure. But at least he was like lively on the ball. He was defending. He was uh, really good on the ball. Actually, uh, I I knew he was he had like his technical ability was really good. But I was I was even then I was impressed. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I think he, he his passing could have been a bit better. He played it safe many times. Uh, he did create some chances, in my opinion, but um, it wasn't his best game, wasn't his worst game. But I, I was impressed by him the most out of the three. Yeah, this is actually interesting because, um, well, it was I thought during the game it was kind of an eye opener for me that uh, the the le- true level of these players. And you know, I'm gonna sound a bit negative now, maybe, and it's not what I mean to do, but uh, it's just a very big contrast from what I saw during the last three games. So they played first Iceland, then Greece, and then Norway. And, uh, you know, I didn't really reflect much on the level of the opponent. Um, Norway made it to the semifinal, so, you know, you could say they are not that bad, but Wow, the contrast from those three first games to this one. It was huge. And um, for me, it, going from the other games where they it was just so easy for our players to this one, where actually I thought Italy was the better team. Um, 
it, it, it was quite a difference for me. And I, I yeah, I'm not going to say they played, they had bad games, but um, definitely much tougher. And uh, I was actually very pleasantly surprised by Italy. Um, I thought they did very, they played a good game. They were intensive and they, um, yeah, good on the ball. They actually, uh, they had good individual players. So um, I I was a bit disappointed actually with our players. I thought they didn't do as much as I, I expected. Um but I guess this is just the result of me watching them play against, especially the Greece game. And Greece, they were horrible. So I guess this is the reason why I, you know, the con- contrast was maybe too big for me to to be impressed. Yeah, I mean, as I said for the for the other two, I wasn't impressed at all. I d- I don't think they did much. But Manu Ankir, I, I might be. Uh... You know, I'm watching him after a long time. I didn't watch the the, the last few games of Favela. But, um, yeah, I mean, just like his technical ability on the ball, he was doing a lot of good stuff. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, 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 he didn't have the best game, as I said. But I think he was the best out of the three. That's just what I mean. And then he was... Um... That's the same as Cesar Palacios. They were both involved in one of the goals from Spain, which was uh, a nice one with uh, some good combinations. And um, the guy from you know, Barca, Villarreal guy, Elias, was also involved there. And was I think it was um, Barbera who scored a brilliant uh, turn. And um, yeah, so, I mean, they that, that was a clear positive from both of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I expected more, and I it was kind of an as I said a little bit of an eye opener because I always think that you know we've got the best talents, and you know Spain they've got the best talents always, and and they actually they often win these tournaments. So I mean they often do have the best talents, but I I was thinking that yeah Italy they have also got a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, Italy for sure. Um... They were really good. They were really good, and obviously don't know the names of the players, but no, they were in general. I think Italy deserved the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty entertaining game. I think people should have watched it. I mean, it was really yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah, I mean, it is fun to watch. Is... Um, I mean, we watch Castilla usually, but they play professional football against uh, senior players and. And these youth games, I mean, it's more like, yeah, some mistakes here and there, and it's easier to for the younger players to show their their brilliance. So yeah, it's it's entertaining, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a uh, it's a good game to watch. And um, yeah, I I think the the Real Madrid players have uh, had a good tournament, and um, I I I know you. Didn't have the best impression of Cesar Palacios, but I, for me, out of the three round read players who have started most of the games, he's been the one who's impressed me the most. Actually, I, I, I thought that I, you know, going into this tournament, I thought Manuel Angel would be the one who was like um, taking my breath away and, uh, yeah, um, impressing me the most. But Cesar Palacios, in a different role, he's he's. We talked about the last time how many goals he scored. Was it 16 or something for Juvenila? It was more. It was 24, 23 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 24 goals, I think. So. And and he's, he quite a lot of assists as well. So, um, so I when I saw him playing in a different role, playing he again today, playing as the deepest central midfielder, I just think he's very um, um, calm on the ball, good passing accuracy and um he he works hard enough to to be able he's good enough defensively to to play in that role so um knowing that he also can arrive into the box and make decisive passes score goals i for me he you know this is a very small sample size and i have a feeling that manuel angel will be the one who impressed me the most uh, over the coming season but um yeah, I've been very pleasantly surprised by Palacios myself, and I think he could become a, an important player for for Castilla already next season because of the 
the lack of options in defensive midfield, maybe Raul will also have to play him there. Yeah, Mario Martinez is going to get. Uh, he's not going to play for the first few games. Yeah, exactly. His injury was it the shoulder? I think so. He's yeah. He's not going to play. Operation wasn't it? An operation? It's a surgery. Yeah, it's a surgery. Yeah. 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 So he's yeah. out for quite a while, and uh, I mean, if if uh, Theo Zidane stays, I mean, you know, we we Javier Villar Don't maybe stays as well. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> for the next part, we will probably be talking about the potential captains. We had a question about that. So, uh, yeah, let's see. But um... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, um, so, so yeah. Cesar Palacios. Um, I, we talked about, you know, someone writing that maybe he would go into Real Madrid C. For me, that's, I would be shocked if he's not part of Castilla next season. And, um, yeah, together with Manuel Angel, I think maybe there's one criticism of the the coach. I have no idea. I mean, he he knows this much better than me, obviously. But uh, Cesar Palacio and Manuel Angel in central midfield alone, centrally in a four four two. Yeah, that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you, have seems... a, you, you need a CDM like proper CDM yeah. who can help these two. I mean, they're not bad defensively. By any means, I think they're pretty good actually, but they're just they're not defensive minded midfielders. Their main uh you know, the main thing they do is what they do in the offense. And we saw that today. We literally saw that they had an assist to two goals, I think, each. Yeah. yeah. Um but anyway, back to the uh Cesar Palacios argument. I don't think he's bad at all. I just th- I just thought he had a bad uh game today. Hmm. I, 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 from what I've seen, I knew about Palacios before I knew about Manuel Angel. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was a fan of him a long time ago. I, I didn't watch him during this tournament that much, from ex- except for like a couple of goals that he scored. I don't, I don't know, like the, the previous game against mm-hmm. Iceland, I think. But um, this game specifically, I wasn't that impressed. Uh, apart from that, I, I still think he should not be going to Real Madrid C. I think he should be going to um, Castilla for sure. Like, mm. there's not, there shouldn't be a debate. No, no, I, I definitely. And also think, uh, well, Manuel Angel, that's a no-brainer. Don't think it's worth discussing. And, and also same with Gonzalo Garcia. He's all, you know, yeah. he's already played for for Castilla, so. Uh, that's definitely out of the discussion. He will be uh, part of Castilla, but uh, yeah, not his best game today, but um, he's also someone who has uh, um, been a positive surprise for me that um, he, he 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 can play. I mean, he's hardworking enough to play as a right midfielder in a 4-4-2. Um, he's, uh, he's a goal threat. He can cross very fast, good dribbler. I think he's got... Um, you know, he's got what it takes to. He's got all of the the most important qualities to to be an attacking winger. So um, yeah, yeah. Again, not the best game today, but um, I think uh, looks promising. Yeah, I mean, you know, like the the fact that he can play so many places, like mm. it's just 
It's really good. It's, it's Let's really hope that you know Raul doesn't misuse him <laughs> like he's done he with will. Peter and playing him right back, left back. And uh, <laughs> Cesar Palacios is going to be Raul's favorite player next season. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, shortly, Edgar Puyol. Um, he uh, he's played a little bit, like with Castilla, some substitutes. Um, so yes. I, th- I think he he looks like uh, someone who can be a useful player. I think this is the the word I want to use: useful for for Castilla. He can play as a center back, he plays center midfield. Um, if, I don't think he's gonna be a top player, but uh, he uh, I think he can. Seems like he can be a useful player. One one guy who disappointed though in the last game was David Jimenez. Forgot to mention this uh, at right mm-hmm. back. He came. He he was. He came out today. Didn't uh, get to do much, but he started, and I think he actually played the whole game against uh, Norway. Um, okay. Or, or may, am I messing it up now? No. Yeah, you know, no. What happened was that actually one of Norway's wingers. This was what happened. One of Norway's wingers were playing. He was playing so well against him that he was actually moved up into the midfield. Because he was struggling so much defensively, um, so yeah, not the best impression. I can see why you know Ivan Fresneda is is uh, quite a bit ahead of him, uh, obviously playing in La Liga yeah. and everything. But uh, yeah, so that Jimenez he was um, kept on the pitch for the whole game because I saw that he had some good crossing and um, yeah, so I guess he has has something, but. Um, it's not easy to find good right backs, man. It's uh, he's been praised a lot, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm not going to write him off just because of one one game. But uh, that's that was my first impression of David Jimenez. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say here. I think no. I have to agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um. While you were talking about that, unless you have anything else to talk about. Now I'm just looking at the line, but I think we we've covered uh, the most important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while you were talking about that, I was on Twitter, and I saw that Endrick is starting. Yeah, nice. Game. Yeah, there's a there's a game against Sao Paulo. I think that's how you say their name. Then this app, Albert. which I was uh, was uh, praising, has let me down because I haven't received any notification, but. Uh, it's in an hour, yeah. So he, yeah, okay, he's playing. Uh, yeah, in, in one hour actually. Yeah, quarterfinal. Let's see if I can watch that. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's had a positive change in the last few weeks. He he's been starting more and uh, scoring some goals. Yeah, good to see. Where do you watch these games? I actually have a um, subscription on um, Brazilian. Uh, I find this site. Which I share with a friend now. The this subscription, so we. Um, Not too bad. It's quite, it's kind, quite a, kind of cheap, and uh, yeah, I, I like to watch whenever I can. For example, now during summer vacation, it's uh, nice to have some Brazilian football, and I, I, I like to watch. I mean, this is what something that excites me a lot to watch these young, promising players. This is why I love to watch Castillo as well. To, you know, do some scouting. Is he really as good as the hype says? And um, yeah, so uh, Andrik is someone who I've been uh, kind of changing my mind on here and there because, yeah. But but I have to remind myself that he's just sixteen. I mean, he's, he's so super young, so still yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, I want. I I wish I could watch the game. It starts at four thirty a.m. my time. I've yeah, if, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. No, no, maybe you could record the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope Endrick does well. Um, you talked about Endrick. We we could actually talk about Endrick right now. I mean, yeah, previous game. I think against... the I think the Spain game is uh, is covered. Um, yeah. yeah. So Endrick, what do you what do you think? Endrick, did you see the game? Uh, Which the one? Endrick versus I think the the player the Barca signed. Yeah, but sure okay. Yes, yes, saw the yeah. game actually. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, what do you think? I didn't watch the game, so I can't really say. I just watched uh, Hendrick's goal. Uh, I think it was yeah. a header, right? It was a it was pretty, header. Uh, it was header. Someone <laughs> says that he tried to head in the opposite direction. I'm not sure, but it it actually turned out to be a beautiful, beautiful header. Um, he headed it back towards where the the cross came from in that direction, and uh, yeah, yeah. hit the post and in, and. Um, he missed the penalty as well. I think he was the one who, who won the penalty as well. So maybe that was why he, he was allowed to take it. Um, he is surprisingly strong already. I mean, he's he's got some <laughs> Roberto Carlos-esque uh, legs uh, going oh. on there. He's and uh, in he he also has a very good shot on him. He he had a goal. Maybe I'm mixing the games, but I think it was that game where he he scored, and, and the referee had already stopped the play, so it wasn't counting. But he scored from a, outside the box. He, he was a great hit, and also he had a volley which uh, almost went in, which he hit uh, very cleanly. Um, I, whenever we sign someone from Brazil, I expect Rodrigo, I expect Vinicius, I expect someone like that. You know, Neymar. The dribbler, and uh, Andrik is he? He is skillful and everything, but he's he's kind of different, you know, to other Brazilian talents that I've seen. He's um, he's he's so small, but he's he's very strong. It's it's weird to see. He had one sequence during the game where he, I advise everyone to try to find this clip. He received the ball with a defender in his back and he managed to turn away. He was so, so strong. It was actually very, it was weird to see almost a small guy like him. He just turned away and uh, he's so quick also burst away from the defender and um, led a counterattack by himself. I was, I was um, very happy to see that because that's something that I, I, I want from my Real Madrid striker to, to be able to hold off the play and be kind of a target man in a way. Yeah, from what I've seen, he he has a he 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 has a face of a fifteen year old with the body of a twenty five year old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, I haven't seen much of Endrick, but he is strong. I mean, uh, like his build is kind of like he looks a bit chunky, but he's not chunky. <laughs> he's kind no. of strong. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's a good quality. I think it's um, it's really good to already have that in the bag because. You expect like players to come in, come to Madrid, and then you know bulk up. I think Endrick is halfway there. So mm. that's pretty good to see. Um, yeah, I just keep watching this other uh, goal goal from training. I don't know. Why. Uh, I know. I saw Matt tweeting. I'm gonna ask him that in our next pod that uh, you know he he thinks uh, we should be a bit careful with the overhyping uh, Guler based on these training clips. I I wonder if Real Madrid are purposefully putting them out. Um, if so, maybe they should calm down a little bit because they're making him look sensationally good from what I've seen. So um, yeah, but it's just training, so I guess it's uh, not much to to take from that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not usually impressed by trading goals. I mean, I am, but I, I just realized that it is training at the end of the day. It's not real, like, football. But there was this one goal that he scored. Yeah. <laughs> he last, I think it was yesterday, he got the ball and he basically did a, a roulette. Yeah, the Zidane, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was a nice like, one. Yeah, that was, I was not expecting that. That was really He also good. seems like he, he, one of the goals, he got it, along with the goalkeeper and they just stopped and made the goalkeeper sit down almost and then just uh, put it in like, yeah. I mean, it, it looks good. It, nice first impression. Um, yeah, I want to see him. Man. I want to see him play an actual game. I'm so excited. Like, I, I'm keeping my expectations a bit low because I know he's still raw. But I just like, I like seeing players that, you know, for example, Vinicius in his first season, I knew he was going to make mistakes, and he did. But he was so fun to watch. You know, yeah, yeah. I was. That's just what I mean with uh, Arda. I think he's going to make mistakes. I don't think he's going to be scoring ten goals this season. I, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be growing pains with him. But just sheer talent alone, I'm really excited to watch him play. For the and by the way, uh, I think 
I talked with Matt about this. Uh, let me share lower ex- expectations and everything. But, you know, in one way, we are fans. It's short for fanatics after all. So, you know, we're, we should be allowed to be a bit fanatic and, you know, get carried away with uh, some training session clips, which don't, we all know that it doesn't mean anything. But, uh, yeah, it's fun to, to get carried away a bit, you know, in the moment. Signed a young, promising player, stolen right in front of Barca, and now he's looking like gold um, playing at the Valdebeba. So, yeah, it's fun to he's... be carried away a bit. Yeah, uh, there was some some reporter that said he's averaging 1.6 golazos per training session. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, bring out the stats. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also... I'm not sure if it's bad. I I I think it's more going to be a problem for him. The the negative um, attention that he will probably get from not getting enough minutes next season, and then when he gets brought on, he's a bit rusty. Uh, tries to impress, uh, you know, the classic wanting to Im- impress the coach with a small amount of minutes, and then messing it up, and then getting criticism. I mean. I think it's good that he, he at least makes the most out of uh, the training sessions and hopefully the preseason to to showcase his abilities because I think it will be a tough season for him. And uh, something we haven't discussed is that uh, he was just given number 24 immediately. Jesus Vallejo had to change numbers for a second time. And uh, now I saw a tweet today saying that he could end up taking number nine. <laughs> that would be... That would be uh, super funny. That would be something, yeah. No way, think... but um, but Vallejo number nine. But, <laughs> Vallejo um, top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but my um, my point is that he took number twenty four, and which means you know, for every player that takes a first team number, which is from number one up to twenty five, it means that it's impossible for them to play for Castilla. Uh, were yeah. you a bit surprised about that, or you know, I I. I know that it was very important for him to stay. I guess also to play with the first team, but um, you know, I, I just don't see the harm in playing a few games for Castilla in the beginning of the season while settling in. Do you think that's something the club should have considered? I think they did consider it, but uh, Arthur was just like I think from what I've seen, I think he was just hell bent on playing. Uh, in the Spanish shop flight. I don't think he wanted to play for Castilla. I, I think he, he, he just told him, you know, if I'm playing for you, I mm-hmm. want to be the first team player. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Because that's, that's what uh, Barcelona offered him the same thing. I think they offered him to stay at Fernabasha for another season. Maybe they also offered, uh, I'm not, I, I'm not saying they did. I, I think they might have offered, uh, him to like play for the for the B team, but I think he just wanted to play for the first team, and I think it's it's also like good to have an extra set of hands because we we're already like really understaffed in the attack. Like yeah, but but uh, we could have had both. You know, if we had registered him for Castilla, he could have played for the first team anyway. I mean, it didn't really matter. Yeah, but I, I just don't think he wanted to be registered with the first, uh, with Castilla. Yeah, I, just, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, and and yeah, I think yeah. Do you think it's on, the but, right station? I mean, yeah, I I think it's like, you know, uh, he's not gonna get that many opportunities. I don't think, at least at the start. But um, to have him on the bench, and you know, bring him uh, uh, like on for like games in La Liga when teams are like tired. And even when you need some game changer, because he he has a, like he, his skill set is really rare at Madrid. He's left footed. He's really creative with the ball. He's re- he's a really good dribbler. He's not that fast, but he can you know dribble past many players at once. And Raheem is also one of those kind of players. But I think our, our the ruler, what he provides is kind of different, and he could help the team a lot. Um, in some games, I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be a starter. Obviously not. Uh, I don't think he's going to have like a 10, 15 goal season. I don't think he's going to score that many goals. But I think he can provide a lot to the team. And uh, yeah, he's just exciting and yeah, uh, unpredictable kind of 
And yeah, I think he's really good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Regarding the, the Castilla factor, I, I think like from just um, what I, if, if everything were to go perfect, I think, you know, I would just play for Castilla the the ten. I think you could play ten games for the first team before you're not allowed to play for the second team anymore. I think uh, whenever he's not uh, being introduced from the bench, if he's maybe dropped from the squad for some reason, uh, I think going with Castilla. I don't see what's the harm. The only um... thing. The only yeah. thing that I can see, and I understand him if if he thinks this way, whenever you know, when you're registered as a Castilla player, I, I feel like the coach could see you in a different light. Almost, it's like um, if you're a Castilla player, first and foremost, we've seen it already that I think um, actually Gonzalo going from Juvenila to Castilla is the perfect example of this. He was registered with Juvenila the whole season, played nothing for Castilla, and then when the season ended, boom, straight into the starting eleven for Castilla. So um, it's kind of the same with the first team. If you're registered with Castilla, it doesn't matter if if Arribas is, um, is considered good enough to, to contribute. If you're looked at as a Castilla player, it's more difficult for the coach to to bring you in, I guess, and um, so so I, maybe that's how we looked at it. If if that's the case, I understand it. It's also because he he played first division in Turkey, and then he, I don't think he'd want to play third division in, in Spain. But but don't you agree that you know playing? Let's say you're in the game week four in La Liga, yeah. and you play zero minutes. It's better to play ninety in the third level than to play zero at the highest level. No. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I don't think he saw it that way. I just think he wanted to be yeah. a first team player, which is yeah. fair because he has a talent. I think he can be a good, really good player in the future. Yeah. Because the risk is that, um, I mean, if Ashlotti can only use him for the first team, um, he will have to manage the minutes differently than let's say if he, in this game week four, plays 90 minutes for Castilla, then he can say, yeah, but, I mean, you play 90 minutes for Castilla, so, I mean, you've got your dosage of minutes already. So, I guess it kind of could mess it up in a way. This Artiguler transfer actually makes me reconsider a lot of things that I've been uh, believing about Castilla, and, you know, I just, um, I'm not changing my mind necessarily, but I'm looking at it in a different light that uh, some things that I've already mentioned about whether we should promote players earlier, uh, send them out on loan earlier, um, and all of these things. So, yeah, but it's it's a very it's very um, exciting to have him here, and uh, I'm uh, I'm happy that we we signed him. Yeah, same. I I'm really impressed, and I just saw a clip from training where. Um... Fran Garcia basically fell down against Valverde. He was Valverde was dribbling past him. And okay, yeah. Fran just kind of, I don't know if he tripped or I'm trying to look. I haven't seen it yet, but uh... I don't even know what happened there. To be very honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the link if you want. It's like yeah. five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, do you have anything else we can talk about? I mean, we. Um... We mentioned shortly before the, the episode that Rafa Marine um, looks set to leave. The um, same with Dator and I, obviously Arribas. The it seems to be a bit of a problem that Real Madrid want too much money for them. They want to sell them with a fifty percent rights uh, deal that they did with uh, other players, but uh, 
seems like they have uh, priced them too high, too highly now. And um, I mean, Arribas and you know Rafa Marin, they're just nowhere now. They're not training with Castilla. They're not training with the first team. So should it's important for them to get this situation resolved. I mean, what do you do if they just we were into August and they still haven't found a team? I mean, um, they should be training with someone at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw a report. I'm not sure if it was true, but I saw a report that Arribas will join uh, the 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 team in the preseason. I'm not sure if that's the case, but okay, I didn't see that. Report, so, the yeah, only thing maybe... I've seen about Arribas is the thing that I just mentioned, and also some Almeria links. Yeah, I mean, Almeria, Dortmund. I haven't seen anything from like concrete yet. Uh, he he needs to train somewhere. I think he will train with Madrid because we saw Reiner. Like I think Reiner. How do you yeah. say his name again? <laughs> he's back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. He's training with the with the team until they find a club for him. I think it's going to be the same with uh, Arribas. I don't think I hope so. And it, it could be that just they finished the season so late because of the the playoffs that uh yeah. they're giving a, a longer break. So yeah, that you know that's hopefully that's the case. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they're just going to be left for left for dead, mainly. I mean, they're not going to not even train, you know. I think it's going to it's gonna change either way. I think it's just a, an extended break. I think they'll, they'll, a... probably, they'll probably return with uh, with the other first-team players, maybe. But at the same time, um, Alvaro has been training with the first team, and, you know, we've seen Peter back with Castilla, and... Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, you know, Arribas didn't have any, sure. It seems like, I mean, I haven't seen Dotor, I haven't seen Raf Marina, I haven't seen Arribas. Those three are probably clear departures. So, it seems to me that that is the reason why they're they're not there. I would be happy to see them back training with the first team just to show their abilities, but... um. I think also they are just very eager to get their futures sorted and they don't want to go to the United States preseason tour and, you know, delay everything uh, when yeah. they could be getting their moves. Yeah, probably. Also, I'm kind of not really excited about um, about the uh, preseason tour. I'm usually very excited about preseason games in general. I try to watch every time I can because it's kind of... It's in it's at an odd R for me, but I still try my best. I think it's gonna be really fun, like watching a few Casilla players and watching I love I love preseason. I I for me it's the at the worst it started the worst times, you know, the games go during nights, but I actually sometimes either stay up all night or wake up uh like in the during the morning very early because I, I just I as you said you get to watch new signings, some Castilla players mixed in, and you know it's kind of a show game. So uh, yeah, I love preseason. Yeah, same. It's I remember watching that Barca game. I think the the, the last season, I think it was last season, the season before. I'm not sure. I think it was last season. Barca versus Madrid. Uh, Vinicius was dribbling past like four or five players, and then. He was fouled, and then there was a fight. Uh, Rudiger came in, and just like it was fun. It was fun. It was yeah. I mean, and uh, I also like to overanalyze when uh, when we have the preseason games. I mean, I know you're not, you know, the, the serious analysts. They say that you should not over, you shall not overanalyze games, but uh, in preseason. But I, I don't, uh, I don't care. I think it's fun to just. You know, for example, last season when uh, Rudiger played left back, and uh, you know everyone was hysterical. Yeah, that's part of the fun for me. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's always preseason is always a good time. It brings back good memories. I used to watch um, Madrid's preseason games after I've come back from school uh, when I was a kid. Oh yeah, and I'd, I'd watch them. I'd record them, and then I watched them after after school, and then I watched this. I watched the game, uh, I think it was against Chelsea, 
in which Madrid, uh, I think Ronaldo played and he did the suit for the first that time. That was the first ever of that yeah. celebration, yeah. Yeah, that's that. I remember that because I watched it after school. It just brings back really like nice memories. Yes, it's always fun. It's always fun. Yeah, Even I, I really like. It. It's not just Madrid. And um, I think uh, you know we we forget about him a little bit because of this um, bad end to the season. But Alvaro could be a couple of big games for him in in preseason because. Um, you know the some of the other players are arriving late right now there are not too many <laughs> strikers at all and um he will surely get some uh, get a decent amount of minutes at least in the first one or two games um i i i guess we're trying at least to sign a new striker so if if we succeed he will be even further back um, behind Joselu and whoever comes in, but um, it could be important for him to to show that you know he he can if he can score a couple of goals and just you know remind everyone that he he is a big talent and uh, that uh, he he has a lot of good abilities. I I hope they can show show him himself from from his best side. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I don't have anything to add to that. No, I completely agree. So apart from that, I don't think I have much. Um, we were a bit worried before starting the game that, um, you know, the amount of talking points, because it's it's a bit quiet now. I mean, a lot of Mbappé stuff, but, you know, just same, Even that is like same things just uh, going again and again. But apart from that, um, no, and surprisingly, still no, you know, officially... Because Castilla not signing anyone, no official departures. Um, so yeah, just waiting for for things to happen, I guess. Yeah, you'll probably see a bunch of emergency Arribas pod, emergency Rafa Marine pod, something yeah. like that in the future. But it's not right yeah. now. Not now, uh, but it should be just around the corner. And also, if you have questions you could probably i think it might be a bit too late because we're recording again in a couple of days but if you have any questions we're doing another q a sort of thing depends on when episode. this uh depends on when this podcast will be published yeah. it's not always straight after we record it depends on other the, the schedule but uh, yeah so um yeah uh, send us your questions if you if you have uh anything here yeah all right uh, I think that's it for today. It's 4 a.m. Exactly yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah. I was supposed to sleep a long time ago. <laughs> if I didn't know the game had started, I probably would have slept like 10 minutes after your message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you got to see five goals at least. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not too fussed about it. I'm not too <laughs> fussed about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was fun talking to you, man, as always. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. And until next time, Ara Madrid. Alla Madrid. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.